before we get into the word lord heavenly father we thank you lord for this opportunity what a privilege master what a privilege it is to gather together and to worship you and to sing your praises master because you alone deserve all glory and honor because of what you did for us on the cross because you redeemed us because you shed that precious blood for us master we thank you lord we thank you for giving us the opportunity to be in your house to be in your presence and to meditate on your precious word master our hearts are filled with gratitude lord and lord we pray that let your mighty holy spirit grip the sanctuary let your mighty holy spirit grip our hearts let your mighty holy spirit take control master anoint these lips of clay make these words relevant and make it revelatory to your children today let it minister to every broken place in their life master and let them know that they are next in line master let them know that their turn is coming let them know that they are very close to what you are ready to give the master we ask this in your mighty and matchless name amen if you have your bible kindly go to the book of mark chapter 10 verses 46 through 52 Now when they came to Jericho as he went out with his disciples and a great multitude blind Bartimaeus the son of Timaeus sat by the roadside begging and when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth he began to cry out and say Jesus son of David have mercy on me then many warned him to be quiet but he cried out all the more son of David have mercy on me so Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called Then they called the blind man saying to him be of good cheer rise he is calling you and throwing aside his garment he rose and came to Jesus so Jesus answered and said to him what do you want me to do for you the blind man said to him rabboni that i may receive my sight then Jesus said to him go your way your faith has made you well and immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road thank you brother please be seated blind bartimaeus is a is a very popular character in the bible and uh, so it is a very challenging task for a preacher to speak about a character to speak about somebody who's been well discussed well thought of and you heard about this character in different ways and different uh, forms So I'm going to try my level best to do justice to this text and most importantly to minister into certain areas of your life. The Bible says that Jesus Christ and his disciples they go to Jericho. But the Bible and the writer does not take the time to tell you and me what they did at Jericho. all that the bible bible explains 
is that he and his disciples went to Jericho and a mass number of people began to follow Jesus. There were a large group of people who began to follow Jesus. I don't know if he healed the blind. I don't know if he raised the dead. I don't know if he preached people into a coma. I don't know what he did. But one thing I know, wherever Jesus Christ went, there was an impact. There was a massive impact. Jesus Christ was so effective that people began to follow him. People couldn't control what the Lord had done for them. They began to talk. <laughs> Have you seen new believers? New believers are the most radical, firebrand people you'll ever come across. They don't care about the gossip. They don't care about what your background is. They don't care about politics. They don't care about structure. All that they care is Jesus. So there were a group of firebrand people who were walking with him. And everybody's talking. So the point I'm trying to drive in here, my dear brothers and sisters, especially for the younger folks... Today the world is moving into being a more dynamic world. You have to be a more dynamic personality. You must have flamboyance. You must have style. You must have glitter. But least people are talking about being effective. The key to success is how effective you are in what you do. You have to be effective. If you are not effective, lives cannot be changed. The church cannot grow. Ministry cannot grow. Effectiveness was the key to our Lord's success. Today, it is very unfortunate that we are very effective in our workplaces. <laughs> we have more degrees than a thermometer. We have so many certifications that we can brag about. We are so effective at our workplace. But by the time we come to church, we are so tired. By the time we come to church, we are so weak. By the time we are at church and we have something to do, we are so bogged down. And that is exactly what the enemy wants. He wants you to be effective in every area of your life, but in your spiritual life. Because he knows if you are effective in the world and not effective in your spiritual life, he knows where your soul is headed towards. My dear brothers and sisters, we must learn to be effective. And if you have to be effective, it's not the glitz and glamour and technology. But what you and me need is the anointing of the Lord. When you have the anointing, you don't have to play any games. When you have the anointing, you don't have to play politics.
when you have the anointing you don't have to cajole people the anointing will break the yoke in your life so what you and me need is the anointing of the lord every day whether you ask him to heal you or bless you or bless your family you got to ask the lord lord i need your anointing so jesus christ was very effective he goes to jericho and everybody's following jesus and the bible says now they come by the highway have you ever traveled in the highway people are driving like crazy you must be headed somewhere you must have your directions right you must have a destiny before you if you are to use the highway highway is not the place for lazy people the highway is not the place for sleepy people there are a few names that are popping in my head if you sit with them even if somebody says they won't pray they will certainly start praying because the moment they take the steering wheel they get into a wonderful nap and sitting beside them your blood pressure is increasing your heart rate is increasing have you ever experienced it i know maybe you're sitting next to somebody who does that so you don't have to raise your hand but i have certainly sat by people who get into deep slumber and make sure we also get into a deep slumber but the highway is not for such people the highway is for fast moving people who are headed somewhere if you are lazy and lethargic and you don't have a destination you have to take the side roads everybody's driving fast and the worst thing is to be stuck on the side of a highway have you pulled over to the side of a highway <laughs> one by one one by one one by one people are passing you you cannot even step out of the car the speed will blow your clothes away that's how fast people will drive and it's terrible to be stuck on the side of a highway because every time somebody passes by you it reminds you that you could also be traveling fast like them every time you are stuck on the highway it reminds you that if it was not for this problem i would have also been driving so fast i would have also reached my destination have you ever been stuck on the highway of life where you thought you were headed somewhere you thought you would have this education you thought you will have this profession you thought you would get married you thought you'll have a child you thought your finances will get all right you thought you'll overcome this health problem but here you are stuck on the side of a highway and you know what is terrible my dear brothers and sisters 
it is not just being stuck but what is terrible is when you see people drive past you whenever you see somebody who started with you who was far behind you overtaking you in every aspect of life it just reminds you what in the world is happening to my life why am i stuck on the side of this highway it's a very terrible process to be stuck in life and the bible says that they were passing by the highway and there is blind bartimaeus who's not just stuck but he's sitting by the highway side you know when i read this word sitting i couldn't get over it you know why sitting in one place is the most challenging task in your life and in my life to sit in one place day after day after day after day after day is very painful my dear brothers and sisters especially when you see your near and dear ones driving past you so fast when you see your friends driving past you so fast you thought you came to the lord you thought you gave your tithe you thought you praised and worshiped him well but here you are stuck and you're sitting by the highway side i have bad news to tell you my dear brothers and sisters no matter how spiritual you are in life no matter how good you are in giving no matter how many hours you read the bible and how many hours you pray sometimes things will happen in your life and you have to be stuck in a place in your life god will make you sit in one phase of your life and it will frustrate you some people think you are jealous but i don't think it's jealousy i think it's frustration that everybody is passing me and i am stuck and i'm sitting here have you ever sat in life it is easy to sit for a few days for a few weeks but slowly but steadily frustration starts creeping in when you have to sit and wait when you are married and you are waiting for a child it's painful you ask people who are waiting for a child 5 10 15 years they'll tell you how frustrating it is people who are waiting for a healing 1 2 3 4 7 years and they're still waiting for the healing and they are stuck by the highway side and they are sitting there by the highway side and let me remind you that blind bartimaeus the bible takes the time to give you his name and give you his father's name blind bartimaeus son of timaeus which means he must have been a man of influence mr timaeus he's not some jolly good passerby he 
perhaps Bartimaeus is a covenant child because the Bible takes the time to give his lineage. So even if you are a covenant child, you must know that at some stage, at some phase, you will be made to sit down. That is the reason why you must learn to shut your mouth. You should stop whining and complaining and murmuring and cripping because sometimes there will be a face in your life or rather many a times there will be a face in your life where God will make you sit down for a while. So why does God make you and me sit down for a stage and a face in our life? When you read about any character in the Bible, before God allowed them to fly, he made sure that they sat down for a while. Moses had to sit down for 40 long years. He had to sit down on the backside of the desert doing the most menial tasks biggest or the greatest pastor of the Old Testament who led a million plus people who split the Red Sea who did great exploits for God <laughs> what was he doing? cleaning sheep dung how many days? not 10 days not 10 months not 10 years 40 long years God Put his life on a pause. My assignment today is to speak to people who are stuck in some area of their life. My assignment today is to speak to some, some of you whose life is, has been put on a pause. Joseph was stuck for 13 long years. All the great visions and dreams are given. But before he entered the palace, he had to survive the pit. God made sure that he sat down for a while. So the next time you hear somebody murmuring, complaining, whining, cripping, crying next to you, just tell them one thing, shut up! Because God has asked you to sit down in life. Without a sitting time, you cannot have a flying time. For eight long years, my ministry was to clean the church. For eight long years, my ministry was to clean the bathrooms, pick up the garbage, drive the pre preacher around. But I never complained. Honestly, I loved it more. Because, you know, I didn't have to deal with craziness. But it made me lose my destiny. When you are stuck, when you are doing the menial things, you think you are stuck for the rest of your life. And that is exactly what the enemy wants you to think. That throughout your life, this is how your life is going to be. So the next time 
when you are stuck in your life when you are asked to sit down in your workplace when you are asked to sit down in church just shut up and sit down because before god uses you you must learn to go through a sitting time and interestingly the bible also takes the time to talk about bartimaeus's problem what was the problem that bartimaeus had in fact the bible takes the time to refer this man as blind bartimaeus how insulting right it really upset me i said lord you could have just said bartimaeus was blind why do you have to introduce him as blind bartimaeus for some time in your life when problems take place people will let go but when your problem begins to persist immediately they will start comparing you to your problem immediately your problem will come before your name you don't know that brother he is the one who got fired from his job all this while he was brother matthew all this while he was brother joe and mo and co and every everything else but when the problem persists that sister you don't know she's the one that barren lady that family they've been waiting for years you don't know that sister she's the one who's sick and is bedridden when the problem begins to persist in your life and in my life people will immediately relate you to your problem so don't be worried about it because this took place thousands of years back there's nothing new about this human mind has not changed but i want to talk about a slightly different perspective one of the worst infirmities in the body that is repetitively discussed in the bible is blindness again and again and again and again consistently the lord speaks about blindness and here is a man called blind bartimaeus who's also blind so why is it there is so much emphasis on blindness you know i could talk about this the entire day but i want to let you know that one of the reasons that there is so much emphasis on blindness and on vision is because most of the times in your life and in my life god will make you sit down and turn the lights off he will make you sit down and he will completely blind your vision and he will see how you handle this face that is why the bible says that you live by faith and not by vision you need faith 
the reason why he keeps talking about blindness over and over and over again because you and me are not exempt from this you will have to go through blindness with your finances with your child with your family with your marriage with your health you will have no clue but you must know that god is in control but what really intrigued me was also the fact that what would have tamias felt about blind bartimaeus you must remember the father was not blind but the son was blind as a father what would have been running in his mind after all that i invested on this boy after all the exposure i gave after all the good things that i had given this boy now his life is stuck and he's sitting by the highway have you ever had a child where you exposed him or her to greatness to all the good things in life you expose the gospel you expose the best education but here they are now stuck on the side of the highway this sermon is for you because the lord told me that there are a few parents who are extremely burdened about their children because they are stuck by the highway and they've been sitting and sitting and sitting for years i have good news for you my dear brothers and sisters that the bible takes a small twist now and i want your undivided attention because now is when the message starts or after all of these events suddenly the bible takes a big u turn and introduces the fact that blind bartimaeus heard about jesus christ when i read that sentence i was so thrilled you know why because god ensured that he could still hear he never took everything away from bartimaeus he made sure that he had something with him i want to assure you my dear brothers and sisters that there is something hiding inside your child there is something still remaining that god can use it is a huge encouragement for you and me that he is still going to do something with something that is remaining in our life the bible says that he heard but don't get too excited how did blind bartimaeus hear about jesus i want you to remember the fact that he heard about jesus first and then he heard jesus that is why i was talking about the new believers fire brand believers only when you make some noise can people like blind bartimaeus hear you cannot sit on facebook and 
twitter and bitter and gitter and gutter you got to make some noise about jesus christ because only if you speak loudly about jesus christ can blind bartimaeus hear about jesus christ could it be possible that you and me are responsible for several bartimaeus who are hiding in this community because we have not made some noise we are busy playing kissy kissy politics and sneaky writing letters doing this doing that i don't know if you have the habit but i've got a lot of letters and the bible says that he heard about jesus christ and because he hears something is triggered in blind bartimaeus and somebody tells him that jesus christ is passing by you know what pains me while we are busy doing organizing and doing several other facts and building our life building our family jesus is passing by we have not realized that jesus is passing by that jesus is passing by and let me remind you that this was jesus christ's last trip to jericho this was his last opportunity every time you come to church you must never forget that perhaps today is your last opportunity to set right things with god perhaps this is the last opportunity you have to come close to god never take days for granted never take people for granted and the bible says that he heard about jesus christ so he hears about jesus christ and he does not wait for jesus christ to come and pick him let me remind you my dear brothers and sisters he did not go in search of jesus christ neither did jesus christ come in search of blind bartimaeus it so happens that he is in the right place at the right time with the right person how many times in your life and in my life we happen to be at the right place at the right time with the right person and god enables us to say the right things and that has led to us sitting here today there is nothing for us to take glory out of our life it is only because he made sure that we were in the right place at the right time with the right people every stage of our life so blind bartimaeus is not like the other characters blind bartimaeus is a little different blind bartimaeus had to trigger this miracle by himself today many of us 
are tired, worn out, and we want to give up. Because we are stuck by the highway. And we've been sitting and sitting and sitting, and we are so frustrated. Never trust people when they hug and kiss you in church and say, oh, I'm so fine, brother. Because if they have to tell you the truth, you will come to find out that they are stuck by the highway side. So what does blind Bartimaeus do? He does something to grab the Lord's attention. What does he do? Jesus! What does he do? Jesus! Every now and then, you must move your cute self and get into your prayer closet and Jesus! When you get into your car, nobody's watching you. Just turn the music on. Jesus! I used to drive by myself for almost 64 times from Cincinnati to New Jersey. People thought I was crazy. But what they didn't realize, in each way, 10 hours journey, I had nothing else to do. I'm not listening to some trash rap music and R&B and hip hop and hop and whatnot. 10 hours, you know what I would do? Jesus! Because every odd was against me. People are trash talking. When you go to preach, they are waiting for you to fall down. So what can I do? Jesus! The next time your child is stuck, Jesus! When your health is dwindling down, Jesus! When your marriage is crumbling, Jesus! I'm too radical for you. You know, if I start yelling and screaming, my spiritual father will see this video and knuckle me because he thinks I get too excited. But every now and then, you have to close your prayer closet and not bother about who's seeing you. Jesus! Because you have nothing to lose. You have absolutely nothing to lose. My wife gets mad with me because I sleep in weird hours. But what she does not know is after she goes to her room, she shuts the door. Jesus! This is what I'm doing. Jesus! When I'm stuck on the highway side, you know what I do? Jesus! Because that's my only way out. So what does blind Bartimaeus do? Jesus! And instantly, guess what happens? The Lord hears it. I wish that was true. But the moment he starts coming closer to God, 
the moment he starts seeking him with all his strength and all his might, guess what the people around him say? Shh. Shh. I wanted to title the sermon, Shh. Have you noticed? You could play loud music, have a nice party, you could jump and scream. Nobody has a problem. But if you, Jesus! Shh. Everybody has a problem. Immediately they silence him. And that is exactly what the enemy wants to do in your life and my life. He wants to silence you. He'll take the authority to walk into your family, walk into your child's life, walk into your marriage, walk into your finances and bring it down. And the moment you go, Jesus! Shh! Because lifelong, he wants you to be silent. Lifelong, he wants to suppress your child. Lifelong, he wants to suppress your finances. Lifelong, he wants to suppress your health. But Bartimaeus never gave up. That is the reason, my dear brothers and sisters, you must have tenacity. You must be relentless in your faith. Because eventually, after you suffered a while, the Bible says, after you suffered a while, that is when he opens the floodgates of heaven. After you are stuck by the highway side, after you are sitting and sitting and sitting, he opens the fire, the floods of or the floodgates of heaven. Never underestimate your sitting time, my dear brothers and sisters. I had to sit and wait and wait and wait. Many people come for prayer so that their child would get married. And I'm getting bashed, beaten, bruised, and I had to wait. You know in the Indian community, after 30 year marriage, market value dips down. They will start rating you. And uh, you know, I had a discussion with a couple of families. They were very upset with racism. So they were discussing all this. I was very silent because, you know, I'm not an intellect or a specialist on racism. So they said, Brother, what do you think? I said, What do I think? Are you sure? I said, are you prepared to hear this? They said, sure, brother. They thought I'm going to give some biblical revelation. I said, Indian people are the most racist people on planet Earth. They were stunned. They were shocked. I said, they said, what are you saying, brother? The both of them, the husband and wife, they have two boys. And I heard with my own ears the requirements for the two boys. 
the girl has to be like snow white you try getting your child married to a slightly dark skin child you are the talk of the town for the next one year you know i'm telling the truth don't look very pious and holy because all of you are part of this game and i have personally heard so much and you know the bible says a liberal soul is made fat so you know that is also been given to me so that added to my <laughs> resume but the point i'm trying to make my dear brothers and sisters is that after all this waiting god watched very carefully when his appointed time came he introduced my wife and i i have to tell you if i had only married somebody else i would have had to shut down the ministry and i'm very grateful that she is more zealous of god than me she knows the scriptures more than me and she sometimes will even challenge me so the the benefits of waiting you will see only when you sit and go through that phase and you have relentlessness and you have tenacity and you jesus don't worry about what your friends say what your family members say what your community says every now and then you got to remove that makeup and bring yourself by all that you have remaining and cry out to god despite all the suppression he gets noticed and i'm here to tell somebody that god has noticed your crying Amen. that god has heard your lamenting God has heard your prayers Amen. and that is the reason why I have come here to tell you that you are next in line Amen. when he never gave up he continued pressing hard the bible says that the lord acknowledged him and he says bring blind bartimaeus to me and they say that the lord has summoned you your time has come bartimaeus don't be discouraged my dear brothers and sisters don't be discouraged by what the doctor says by what the report says by what your financial statement says by what your child's life looks like just continue pressing hard in your faith and instantly the lord takes notice if it was not for blind bartimaeus relentlessness if it was not for blind bartimaeus's tenacity if it was not for his loud and rowdy nature he would have missed that miracle so the next time you come to church pack and leave your cute self in the car come to church and with only one intention jesus jesus before you go to bed instead of watching all these trashy tv programs jesus 
moment you call upon the Lord, your prayers are noticed. When you keep pressing, you keep pushing, when you don't give up, the Lord will answer your prayer. So I'm here to tell some of you that don't give up. I'm here to tell some of you, keep pressing hard. I'm here to tell you that you could be stuck on the highway side now. You could have been sitting and waiting for your breakthrough for several years. You could have heard that everybody's walked past you. You could have heard that everybody's doing better than you. But don't be discouraged. Seek him diligently and he will find you and he will answer your prayer. So I want to leave these few thoughts and as the choir sings, I'd request you to close your eyes and surrender your life and seek him diligently.